0: Hello everybody, Andy Jacob here with the .com Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Settle back in your chair, get a nice cold drink. This is gonna be an interview that you're not going to wanna miss because we always talk about taking your business to the next level. I mean, that's what it's all about, transforming your business, preparing your business to grow and scale optimizing your workflow. Well, you want to know something? We've brought a worldwide leading expert on the show about taking your business to the next level. He has an incredible company. You probably know about Jason. His name is Jason Miller, and he is the founder and CEO of Strategic Advisor Board. And there's so much to talk about. I'm going to stop talking because I'm going to let Jason take the take the baton because we're going to get into it. You're going to learn so much in this interview. It's going to be remarkable. Jason, so excited to have you on the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's awesome to be here. Thank you for uh, having me here um, and being able to uh, hopefully affect something in the whole world today because that's always my mission. Is not to just affect one. Uh, I want to affect everybody and leave a huge footprint on this planet. So I that's my goal. It.
0: I love let's, it. Jason. Let's, you're a let's do let's do that today. Let's do it. You're in the war room, of course. That's where you <laughs> hey. do your podcast, and you know you've got so much so much great information you put out online. So many people love what you do. I mean, you you've become a real leading expert. Before we get started, however, you know you're in the war room. Let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet, of course, Jason. Tell us about the strategic advisor board, and then we're going to get into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So really, uh, the model itself was born out of sheer wanting to tell the rest of the consulting world to piss off, basically. Um, That's really how it was born. Um, It was born to do it different, to not do it like everybody else does it and to not disable small companies. Right. Because that's who we're fighting for. We're out fighting for the small guy. You know, we're not out there fighting for the big corporations and all that. We're fighting for the small guy that wants to take their company and like shoot it to the moon. Right. And. So I had to figure out, well, how do I do that? How do I do that the, the very best way and not like anybody else? So I created a results-based model. It's very simple, right? Um, we just do a revenue share. That's what we do of what we impact and what we cause, money you would have never found, right? And you know, a lot of people said, you're crazy for doing that. You know That'll never work. You're going to work for free. You're going to do all this stuff. And and, and my my response to that was, no, I'm actually pretty damn confident in what we can do. And uh, we've been doing it for going on six years now, and it's been nothing but awesome. We've taken lots of companies through COVID and kept them alive um, and just continuing to leave an impact in business today. And, I and in it. my mind, that, that's all it's about. You know, it's about it's about service. I like to tell people I've been serving uh people since 1999 basically um in some capacity of either the military or people in business whatever leaders you name it and it's my passion i love it i wake up every morning just freaking jazzed about doing that
0: i love it i love it so much jason of course behind your behind you in the war room there's a knife up there we want to talk about that down the road but listen I love it. You put your money where your mouth is. You know, you say to a company, hey, we're going to increase your business. And guess what? We're just going to take a piece of that increase and we're going to prove it to you. And I love that model. Now, you're, you know, you're a multi bestselling author, you and your team. You've got this thing called the power of 10. And I love that so much. And, you know, people are hearing about that. That's starting to resonate everywhere. Let's tell the people what the power of 10 is in the unlikely event. They haven't heard about what you're doing. And then we're going to get into it.
1: Yeah, so the power of 10 was was really designed cuz we also have the uh uh the 10 million dollar blueprint. So you can see there's a, you know, obviously something going there, right? So 10, there's 10 of us in the company and the 10 of us have very specific superpowers, right? That's what I call them. So we're all good at 3 to 4 major things, right? Now, imagine having 10 successful business owners come into your business, which might be a little bit scary, but it shouldn't be. Um, Imagine 10 successful business owners coming into your business, all bringing three main superpowers with them. The three things that they're really, really good at coming into your business and now helping you make sure all of those things are dress right dress in your company to help grow it and scale it at the same time. It's a very powerful thing. It's a tool. And I like to say, I could literally bring my team into your company, drop it in your company until you go on vacation for a year and come on back and see us in a year. We don't do that. We don't do that, but I'm just for the dramatic effect of it.
0: (laughs) I I love it so much, of course. And you know, your, your case studies are remarkable and, you know, you believe in a very strong business foundation, but you also believe in powerful, rapid revenue growth and and you provide that strategy. So what types of companies reach out to you and they say, hey, Jason, we've heard about it. We want in, you know, we want part of this opportunity. What types of companies are you talking to right now?
1: Well, so it's, it's, I mean, I like to say we're agnostic because we really are, because we really don't care about the thing, right? Because it's all about the business itself, right? But as far as who we work with, I mean, it's everything from manufacturing to solar to uh, everything in between all of that. E-commerce of all kinds, um, you know, it's a wide variety of different companies that we work with, and you know, in my mind, none of that even matters. None of it matters because we're focused on the business, not the widget. And that's the key right there.
0: I love it. Of course, you've built so many companies, you know, on your own from the ground up, starting back, you know, right around 2000, 2001. I remember back then it was, you know, the millennial <laughs> and everybody was having a yeah. great time and they had that, you know, Y2K thing going on. So much fun back there. One of the superpowers, you know, that you've become known for is you, if you have this little idea something called micro pivots, and I think that's a great name. Let's talk about a micro pivot, what that means to the people watching the show.
1: Yeah, well, everybody got adapted to this word pivot during COVID, right? It's like became the punch word, the pivot, the pivot, the pivot, right? Well, you you take most smaller companies, they can't pivot, they can't really pivot cuz when we talk about you know creating strategy and all these things and then making pivot the the first thing that comes to most people's mind is what's that going to cost right that's the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about pivoting uh, a pivot is usually something big right i mean god we're we're screwed we got to make a pivot right well design the pivot but design it so it's implementable in phases versus all at one time. It could absolutely be a million-dollar pivot, but your company can't afford a million dollars, so we do micro-movements to get there, right? In phases, micro-pivoting to create the cash flow to be able to make the big pivot, and that's why I dubbed the word micro-pivot. I love it. Makes sense. Make little pivots along
0: the way. Don't chew off too much, you know, because you're not going to get there. That leads me to this $10 million CEO playbook. I mean, this is unbelievable. There's so many CEOs that are just beating their head against the wall. You know, they can't get to the next level. They can't seem to get there. And when you're an entrepreneur and you start to think that way, you think that you're the only person in the room that's feeling that way. But it's not really true. Let's talk about this $10 million CEO playbook it's a very fascinating approach and, and it's a, it's a great way to sort of set precedent for what you do in the war room.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, whether we're talking about CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owner, whatever title you want to give yourself, right. Every company at some point they, they hit a ceiling, right. And then they don't know where to go next. And then they hit the next ceiling. And then as this continues just infinitely, right, in these different places. And if you don't have a playbook to go from a million to five, five to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, wherever you want to get to, if you don't have a system to follow, business is all about systems, right? And as we level up every time, it requires what? better systems, or better planning, or better strategy, better may not even be the right word, enhanced, right? We have to enhance all those things and level all those things up too. Because if you look at, you know, the process from end to end, right? that That's the whole point, all the way from acquisition process, all the way to the end of well god what are my internal processes and procedures now that i have just leveled my company up 5 million dollars doesn't doesn't that all change it absolutely does it has to change with growth with growth in a company comes some change in process and procedure too and that's really what the playbook does right is takes takes companies through this process to be able to not just grow and scale right two very different things people mix these things up we always talk about growing companies growing companies i look at growth as people process scale is the money side and if you don't do them simultaneously right something fails right I got 50 employees, but uh, my revenue's five bucks. We got a problem, Houston. <laughs> right? So, so it's, it's a delicate process. It's like a symphony, right? You're the, you're the composer up there and you're just doing your thing. And all of a sudden, oh crap, fulfillment went to shit. Uh-oh, what's next? Oh, we got to fix that, right? So it's a delicate balance through that whole process. And at scale, all businesses have the same problems. It doesn't matter if you're a $300,000 mom and pop or a $100 million medium-sized business. The problems are all the same. They're just bigger. (laughs) That's right. You know,
0: it's so interesting you mentioned that. I love that. And, you know, you talk about it and you talk about it in such a interesting and simple way for people to understand. That's one of the hallmarks of what you and your team do. I mean, your SAB team, I mean, they work, with companies really to develop new strategies that increase. You focus in on the top line a lot, which I like because when companies win that work with you, you win. And when they win, you win. And when you win, they win. I mean, it's a complete circle. I love it. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, talking to you, I know you have a military background Mm -hmm. and uh, I believe you and your wife both uh, have a military background. And I started thinking about, you know, what you do in the war room and how you have this win-win mentality. Did that come from the military? Was that something started when you were younger? Where did that whole idea come from?
1: Well, you know, so being in the military and being deployed and in war and all those things, which I won't get into any of that. But, you know, when I left that and retired from that, I thought, I'm going to go fight a different war now, Right. And I created the war room, right? Because business is war. There's just no bullet now. Our, 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 our weapons are computers and pens and printers and all those kind of things nowadays. Printers. God, I don't even know if people use printers anymore. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but that was the whole. That was the whole idea behind that. Was, you know, business is still war. We still have a fight to fight. Because guess what? Small business is the backbone of America, man. And, you know, the fight is keeping that alive, keeping that connected into community and all those things. Right. And uh, I don't know if this stat's still correct, but the last time I looked, it's 17 trillion dollars of our current business revenue in the United States comes from small business. and it's, it's half, almost half. So who's important? It's small business. And that's where we're trying to really affect that. And I took a lot of that process and a lot of those things from the military over all those years and created my own system of how to help companies grow. And I used it in all my companies for, for years and it's proven system. It works. Um, and You know, we we have people on the team, the very board team that are part of the model itself. We've put our own people through the process, too. So we're living, breathing uh, testimonies of our own. (laughs) Yeah, I love
0: it. The process. It's all about the process. And, you know, when you look at the team and you look at the names on the team that you've been able to put together, it looks like a who's who of entrepreneurship. I mean, they're fantastic. Let's talk about this a little bit. Let's talk about the team. You know, a lot of companies, the team's breaking apart. Sometimes the teams aren't jiving. Sometimes things aren't working right. One team's not communicating with the other team in different parts of the company. Let's talk about sort of strategy. I would imagine in your mind, I mean, if the teams aren't working in a cohesive manner, you got a big problem, right?
1: Yeah. Well, team is everything, right? I mean, there's a reason they say there's no I in team, right? <laughs> so <laughs> team is everything. I don't care what you're doing. If it's, you know, you're, you're taking somebody to, to, to combat or you're, you're putting a team on a project in a company to accomplish a certain task, that, that is everything. And, you know, as, as a leadership role, what's really important is that we empower our team right? We empower our team to do the things that, you know, they're really good at. And that's why I chose the people I chose because I have people that they have, you know, the three or four main superpowers, right? So that helps to culture a team, right? Because now I'm not trying to, you know, take Bob and shove him in a, position that he doesn't have the superpowers in be really good at three things. And that's what you got to focus on. Don't try to be a, a, you know, the ultimate tactician, right? Cause you can't be good at everything. I hate the saying, I'm a jack of all trades and master of nothing good for you. <laughs> that's not very helpful. <laughs> so. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> we agree And specialists win and generalists lose. And I, I love what you said. Let's talk about this a little bit, Jason, because this is very, very interesting because we have some younger entrepreneurs that watch the show and and maybe they're starting out on their journey. Maybe they have a startup that they just started or they they have one in their mind. I could spend four hours with you just, you know, giving you an opportunity to share advice with all the startup entrepreneurs. But, you know, what comes to mind when you have someone watching the show who's a startup founder, startup entrepreneur. They're thinking about starting their business. What are some nuggets that we can sort of leverage from your, you know, from your playbook, if you will, your ten million dollars CEO playbook that younger entrepreneurs just starting out can sort of think about?
1: Well, I, not really a playbook piece of advice. More of pieces of advice that are important here, and that is. Um, don't be afraid to fail. Failure is imminent and it's going to happen. Guaranteed. Okay. Embrace it. Get up and move on. Right. Rub some dirt on it and move on, baby. Right. Otherwise, embrace failure because it's going to happen no matter what. Okay. Number two, don't try to bootstrap on nothing. Go get funding early. Right. Right or you will sit there and spin and spin and spin. You hear all the success, well, we bootstrapped. Yeah, but the the reality is, is it's probably only about a half a percent of companies that bootstrap and make it. 93% of, of startups fail because they don't fund, right? Fund the company at least to its first year Don't worry about taking a paycheck, hustle your ass off. If you, if you actually believe in yourself and what you're selling, there is no reason why not to fund the company, right? Startups don't fund companies because they're, they don't, they don't actually up here believe that they can make it happen. Right? So it's like, if I don't get myself in debt, then it's no big deal. Well, debt creates wealth. That's another conversation, but, (laughs) (laughs) but debt does create wealth. And if you leverage money correctly as a startup and use the OPM model, and for those of you don't know who don't know what that is, it's other people's money. um, Use the OPM model to fund your company and get it out of the gate. Because if you don't do that, it's no, you're never going to get it out of the gate, or it's going to be two years later, you're going to lose the passion for it, and, and it's going to die on the vine. Amazing advice, Jason. And of course, when we think about that,
0: we think about the can-do attitude versus the can't-do attitude. And I know you're married you know to a wonderful woman. You've got four children. I think you have some grandkids as well. I mean, you must have started super early here. What's the thing you want your kids and your grandkids to know? You know, like what's the baseline? Like, is it to have a can-do attitude, to have a winning attitude? You know, know, don't say I can't do something. Or are there other nuggets that you want your kids and your grandkids really to sort of have based on what you do in the war room and what you do at the company?
1: Don't worry about a legacy. Worry about not worry is not the right word. Don't focus on a legacy. Focus on changing the world and leave a footprint.
0: I love it. That's so succinct and so beautiful. And one thing that you do to change the world, I know you are you and your team, you give back. And one thing that you're passionate about that I love is you give back, even with the book sales, a portion to helping vets. And that's so powerful. Let's talk about that because that's just a great thing that we learned about you.
1: Yeah, I obviously, I'm a veteran myself, so I love to support veteran causes, um, and that's very important to me. So all of our book sales, we match dollar for dollar uh, to Homes for Heroes. Um, I'm also part of another group, and we're right now, as we speak, putting together a wonderful program through another 501c3 to basically eradicate suicide and homeless veteran, you know, and we're going to do it. Damn it. Um, And there again, goes back to creating wealth, right? You can't, you can you can't do the things that you want to do unless you can create wealth. You can't take on a big mission like that unless you have the money to do it. And it's about wow. giving back. It's about giving back. Everything is about having a higher purpose and giving back to other people. And while I'm not a mindset guy necessarily, but the, the, uh, the universe does have a way of, of returning all the good in one way or another success, I love it. success is measured in more ways than just money. That's for sure. Yeah. It's
0: so great. And of course, not only do you live it in your personal life, but you live it in your business life. For example, one thing you do, which is just remarkable based on, you know, this incredible talent, talented group that you have in the power of 10, you allow people to actually set up a 30 minute growth accelerator session with one of your team. I mean, that's incredible that they can actually talk to one of your team for 30 minutes. Let's talk about that because I would imagine you know, that's a web conferencing 30-minute session that, you know,
1: is, could potentially just be magic for a company. Yeah. Well, our focus is solving three problems. If you take the time to come talk to us, we'll help you solve three problems in your business before we even have another conversation. It's that simple. That's incredible. I mean, three problems solved within
0: 30 minutes. I'm sure, you know, it's instant powerfulness for the people that talk to you. I love it so much. And I'm sure, you know, these books are as important as the phone calls as well. And it's just a nice, beautiful package you put together. You have the podcast, you've got YouTube videos. You put out all this great information around the world. You have so many followers that come and watch. It's very, very exciting. Now, I know you've only cut out a certain amount of time uh, with your day, I mean, to get you booked in here at this time today was almost a miracle, you know. But things fell fell together very well. Let's talk about it. Let's give back to the younger entrepreneurs because you know, hey, some of them are having a tough time. Like you mentioned, I mean, 93% of startups fail. They don't have the right idea. They don't have the right tactics. They don't have the right strategy. They're not, you know, they're trying to bootstrap. They don't have enough money. They don't understand about other people's money, which you know, obviously, you know, you know a great deal about. For the younger entrepreneurs watching the show that are having a tough time right now, pothole in the road, roadblock, you know, their knees are getting skinned, they freeze in the frame. Let's share some ideas from your perspective about
1: what they can do to get through those tough times. Trust your instincts for starters, right? Um, I think a lot of people question, they question Uh, whether or not they're making the right decisions and typically it's always the first one right the first gut instinct is usually the one that's right and uh, it's when you start to question it's like oh well, maybe i should do this instead or maybe i should do that go with your gut the first time right and You know, typically that's going to lead you in the right direction. I'm not saying it's always going to lead you in the right direction (laughs) because by God, mine's taken me in the wrong direction might be because I was hungry or something. I don't know. But, uh, but, you know, there's, there's lots of help out there. That's the point, right? You know, uh, young entrepreneurs, you know, you got to set ego aside, Ego is a huge killer of business, right? There's a lot of people out there that have taken all those arrows in the back already. So you don't have to Um, lean on people, right? To help you get through some of those times because they, they've already been there. They've walked those, they've already walked that path. So, you know, whether it's your, your, your father or mother or, or somebody in the family that own, owns a business, or something like that—they've probably already walked that. Don't be so ego-driven that you—you you don't take the time to pull information from people that have already been there. Um, and you know, of course, our team's always always available to talk to as well.
0: I love it. Of course, at the top of the. Interview, and that's great advice for the people watching the show, especially the younger entrepreneurs. Rewind what Jason just said. I mean, that would, I mean, spot on, nailed it as he always does. Let's talk about the knife. Let's talk about the knife behind you. At the top of the show, I mentioned it. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, you've got a knife behind you. I'm curious, you know, it has a history. You shared it with me a little bit prior to the interview, but when you think about it and you look at it and you look at your military career and you think about that knife, especially. Tell us just a little bit about the knife and what it means when you look at it every single day when you go to the war room.
1: Yeah, well, so the knife has served in combat, um, and it's really there for me as as a reminder that you know life isn't always safe, right? And uh, I guess if somebody breaks into my office, I got a knife. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but uh, but no, life isn't always safe. And it's always a reminder to me uh, of service, right? Because that's where I come from. I come from a place of serving others. I've been that way. That's been my whole life has been in service of others. And that reminds me every day when I'm walking from my desk to here and I see it and I see it in my background all the time in Zoom. It reminds me every day that my mission is always to serve because that knife served me and got me through uh, some some difficult times for another conversation over a beer, perhaps. But, uh, but that knife got me through certain things. So now it's, it's a relic for me to look at and remind myself every day, you're here to serve.
0: Yeah, I love it. What a powerful message, a powerful visualization. I know you're a big believer in visualizing as well. What a great interview. I mean, this has been fantastic yes. and I really wanted to thank you so much for sharing some insight. I'm gonna bring you back on the show and, I, and spread out for an hour because I wanna talk about the steps. I want to talk about the actual strategy because so much can be learned from what you and your team have done. Add, of course, the Strategic Advisor Board. Congratulations on really optimizing workflows and helping so many companies improve not only their top line, but their bottom line as well, and helping your clients not only make money, but make a lot more money. And it's awesome. So Jason, thanks so much for coming on the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. What a great interview.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to uh, uh, be around like-minded people like yourself. And and thanks for having me on the show.
0: Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode.